0: The thing that I do that I think is different than the way a lot of the lawyers approach the content on their YouTube channels, and the one reason I do have almost 127,000 subscribers is because I'm, I'm just myself, right?
1: Starting or growing your business is hard work, but now you are listening to the Better Business Podcast with me, Steve Cook. And I'm going to try and make it a little easier on you. We on this podcast help you grow a better business with real advice from professionals. And today is no different. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Better Business Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Cook. And today, my guest name is Jim Hart. Jim is a lawyer, a YouTuber, and an entrepreneur. He is the founding attorney at Hawthorne Law, where he helps online businesses such as coaches, course creators, and online service providers to get their businesses legally legit. In addition, Jim is the founder of the OB Foundation's membership community, a -a one-of-a-kind program where he helps his members to build, grow, and protect their online businesses. Jim is also a husband and father to three kids, two dogs, two cats, three goldfish, most importantly, and one turtle named Fred. And this is a little spoiler alert, but uh, Jim gave me the A-OK to announce that he is starting his own podcast later this month called The Legal Jim Podcast, where he'll be sharing business and legal tips to help listeners build, grow, and protect their online businesses. Jim, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Um, You know, as, as far as to boil everything down to one question, I think we should probably start with how do you protect an online business?
0: Well, that's just a, (laughs) that's a whole can of worms. Um, There's so many ways to protect it. Um, You know, what I teach people is what I call the lock it down system, which starts with your legal foundation, making sure you have your legal foundation in order that usually is going to involve something like setting up an LLC properly and, and doing all those foundational things that you need to do to make sure your business is protected, taking inventory of where you're at and those sort of things. And then the O stands for online presence. We want to make sure your online presence is protected, have the appropriate contracts on your website and privacy policies and things of that sort. The C is for your contracts. You need to make sure that if you're selling anything online, you're going to have a contract that's going to deal with that. If you're a one-to-one service provider, you have a contract for that and any other if you're hiring independent contractors you'd have a contract for that there's all sorts of things that you might need contracts for so you need to make sure that you have contracts in place and then the last one is keeping your intellectual property safe which means making sure to understand what your intellectual property is and when appropriate registering that intellectual property with the either through copyright, the Copyright Office, or through the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, and just making sure you get all those things legit. So, in a nutshell, that's the kind of the system that I teach to my students and members in my my community, and and the things that I talk about on my YouTube channel. And do you, as far as your day to day,
1: you're you're mostly trying to prepare people to um, stay out of a court, <laughs> right? You're not you're not actually representing most people. Is that correct or no?
0: No, yeah, that's correct. I don't do any litigation. I don't represent anybody in court. I do mostly, you know, just kind of general consulting type of work. When I do work with one-to-one clients, but my focus right now is primarily on my membership and serving those students that come through and and need help building and protecting their online business.
1: So your YouTube channel, I am sure that as a it has to be some significant form of lead generation for you. It boasts over. 100,000 followers. And if you're watching the video version of this, you see uh, Jim's got a a plaque up on his wall behind him um, from that channel, I would imagine. Um, Jim, is there, you know, I hear a lot of people, um, especially like in finances and stuff like that, um, you know, accountants, is there quite a bit of like legal ramifications about giving like generic advice online or or like, do you have to be kind of careful of that? Or is that, is that something you think about?
0: Oh, absolutely. It's something you have to be careful about. And that's something that I do. I have disclaimers on all my videos and, and I'm, I'm always careful to to tell people when they're on membership calls with me or whenever I go live on YouTube or Facebook that, you know, whatever I'm talking about here, this is not legal advice. This is just information. This is just information I'm sharing with you. And I guess I'll just do the disclaimer now for anyone who's listening to this podcast. (laughs) This is just general information. If you have specific questions about your specific situation, then you need to hire a lawyer or a tax professional or a financial advisor or whoever else that you might need to help you with that situation. And so I I tell everybody that. I I don't think there's a a huge concern um, as long as I'm giving people that information and not providing Uh, legal advice through any of my online platforms. And I don't provide legal advice through any of my online platforms. So there is no attorney client relationship. And so, you know, presumably I'd be okay there.
1: And give a little bit of the kind of overall theme of your, obviously you're addressing legal questions when it comes to businesses, but give kind of the overall theme of um, the video content that you, that you provide on
0: there. The theme of the video content. So I mean, I'm, I'm teaching people, you know, what they need. To, the, the same things I just talked about previously. You know, we're talking about the the legal foundation, the online protections, the contracts, the trademarks, the things like that. And and just giving people an overall view of what the issues are that they need to be aware of. And and that's kind of what I talk about on my channel. And the thing that I do that I think is different than the way a lot of lawyers approach the content on their YouTube channels. And the one reason I do have, almost 127,000 subscribers is because i'm i'm just myself right i'm just a guy talking to somebody else on the other side of the screen who you know needs some help with these type of things and i'm not talking down to them i'm not trying to tell people they need to do this 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 or this or the world's going to you know it's almost burn. like a
1: coffee shop conversation it, or something you know it's kind of exactly down to right. earth yeah
0: yeah and sometimes i have my coffee as i do right now <laughs> and um And, 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 I just, and I'm just, and and if something happens, if like the lighting is bad or the camera goes off or the battery dies on the thing, I mean, I make that part of the video and I think people, you know, enjoy the comic humor in it as well. I don't take myself so seriously to think that just because I'm a lawyer means I'm any different than you or, or anybody else. I put my shoes on in the morning, every day, just like everyone else in the world and, uh, and, and have the same trials and tribulations that everyone else does. And, um, so I just try and be myself. Sure.
1: Um, so through that avenue and through obviously your, your business, uh, I would imagine that you get um, a lot of the same questions or you see a lot of the same things over and over that you're like, oh, please don't do this. Um, what is something that every small business or online business should either stop doing right now or start doing right now?
0: Well, I talk about LLCs a lot. Um, I, you know, it's funny. <laughs> that was like With your the- top,
1: like I was looking at your uh, top uh, viewed videos. I mean, it's like 15 out of the top 50 or something like that. Well,
0: you know, it's it, the, the, the issue there is when you try and talk about things, when you try and get out of your lane on YouTube... You know, YouTube doesn't always like that so well. So when, when I, I, you know, I, I say I talk about trademarks and I do, and I've got a number of videos on my channel about trademarks. The problem is they don't get seen as much as the videos when I talk about LLCs. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not stupid, right? So I talk about the things that I know YouTube is going to show to more people. And so I, I've, I, I experiment with things every four or five videos. I'll throw another topic out there and talk about like personal finance or trademarks or something else. And sometimes the videos do well, and sometimes they don't. And if they don't, I just go back to I, I talk more about LCs. But you know, the, the, so uh, but but your question was what What do people do? What are some things they're doing well, and what are some things they're not doing so well? Was that the question? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. What's what's something you can think of?
0: So I would say the things that, that, that people are doing well is they're aware that there's legal issues that they're going to need to tackle and handle. Like, that, that's good. Like, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to see that, that people know that there's things that they need to handle. Um, the, the, the problem, the downside, the flip side to that is that they think that they can do it on their own. And I'm not saying they can't do it on their own. There are some people that can, but there's some people that can't. And it really depends on the individual person. I'm not the one to say, you know, who can and can't do this. There's some people who, you know, they watch a couple YouTube videos, and they go to set up their LLC, and they do it completely fine. And there's other people where it's a complete disaster. And that's gonna, it depends on so many different things. It depends on the level of, um, uh, you know, how, how technologically savvy and, and how well the person that's doing it follows directions. It depends on what state they live in. Some states are just easier than other states to form an LLC. And we can't, compare all of them like they're in a vacuum. They're not all the same. Um, and I have a list of, uh, I, I, have a, I have a course also that um, I don't promote it very much, but it's an LLC startup course. And in there, um, I went through every single, all 50 states and looked up the requirements for all 50 states and included that um, in that course. And so I've got a list going, in through, going through all those requirements I, I realize there's probably six or seven states that are really hard to set up LLCs in. And you probably should go to a professional for that. So I think I think to answer your question, really, it comes down to, you know, the good thing is people are aware that they need legal help. The bad thing is they, they don't understand sometimes where to draw the line between free advice that they find on YouTube or Google or wherever else. Uh, where they can just follow that versus seeking out, you know, a professional. And I'll give you a good example of that. Like I I do consults quite a bit. Um, People can schedule strategy calls with me if they'd like. And we talk about their business. We talk about legal stuff. We talk about all sorts of different things um, during those strategy calls. Um, But I've had people get on those strategy calls with me and that I find out that they're making, you know, several hundred thousand dollars a year in their business. And they're still um, an LLC with, and they haven't an elected an S corp uh, tax status, which is costing them literally tens of thousands of dollars a year in extra taxes they're paying. And so it's just little things like that, that I hear people doing things like that. And it's like, well, just, you know, sometimes it makes sense to go seek out the help of a professional, you know, you don't have to do it all yourself.
1: And I notice a lot of your videos. Do you, I feel like there's a blurred line somewhere um, between the advice that not a blurred line in a negative connotation. I'm just saying, it seems like a lot of your, um, the stuff you talk about is in between an accountant and kind of in between a legal, um, issue. Do you, do you deal with, with kind of, let's say like an escort? I mean, that's also a, a, um, situation with like accounting and stuff like that. Does, does that stuff, do you get into that a little bit?
0: So that's an interesting question. And I think that, that my answer to that would be, I know enough to be kind of dangerous, but I don't <laughs> I don't presume to be a tax accountant. I tell people I'm not a tax accountant. If things start to get really tricky with, like I, I know, and I've been up until um, about a year or two, I was filing my own tax returns every year. <laughs> um, then they got too complicated and now I don't do that anymore. Sure. Um, so it's the same thing with me. Like you have to know when enough is enough. And so I know enough to understand the intricacies that go along with an S corporation and where it's beneficial and why it's beneficial. But when you start talking about that in conjunction with, you know, self-employed um, I, SEP IRAs versus solo 401ks versus other things that you need to do in the business that might save you some taxes or other, or tax write-offs or writing off a car versus, I don't get into that stuff because um, again, I know enough to know that there's an issue that this is, these are things you can't do, but I would never, if somebody called me and said, Jim, I want to hire you as a tax attorney to help me with this, the answer would be a hundred times out of a hundred. No, because (laughs) that's not my role. Right. And so, yes, there's a lot of great tax attorneys out there and there's a lot of great people on YouTube that, that that's what they talk about quite a bit for me. You know, again, I, I stay in my lane. LLC's, Just like the YouTube videos, contracts huh? Yeah, I stay in my lane. <laughs> um, occasionally, I'll talk a little bit about an S-corp because I know it's beneficial. And if you're making over $50,000 a year in your business as net profit, you probably should be an S-corp. Um, but you probably also should be consulting with an accountant to make sure that's the right choice and to have them help you with their tax returns.
1: Gotcha. So... In your experience, and obviously this is just a gut feeling, but when you do these uh, calls or um, when people are reaching out to you to, to hire you for, um, you know, either setting up their business or changing something in the business that they already have going. Do you see that most people reach out to you before they have legal issues or kind of after they've had a little um, bump on the knee as far as um, they had a little scare with the legal issue or something like that?
0: Um, I've had both. Um, but I would say, you know, predominantly it's people that reach out to me before they have legal issues. You have to understand that the people that I think I attract, uh, predominantly to my YouTube channel or people that are just getting started and they're trying sure. to learn and they want to follow the rules and they want to do things correctly. And they want to make sure they set it all up the right way. And so they do typically reach out to me and, um, to try and figure out what they need to be doing before they're actually doing it, which goes back to what I said at the beginning of the show, which is I see a lot of people who use legal as this crutch where it's like, okay, well, I have to do this, 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 and this before I start my business. Well, yes, that might be true. But at the same time, sometimes you just got to you know, get off the couch and and start working on your business and put some offers out there and try and get some clients and some customers. And you can't let legal be uh, you know, a huge crutch. So um, yeah, I, I would say I see more of the people who uh, are coming to me because they want to start a business and they want to make sure they do it the right way.
1: Does, does the, um, however you want to say it, the legal system, I was going to say the government, but I guess the legal system would be a better way to put it. Does the legal system... Seem like it's kind of um, behind when it comes to um, the niche that you kind of are in with online businesses and and things like that. Does does it seem like the legal system is a little bit um, trailing that industry that it's not caught up to it, or do you just treat it like kind of like every other business?
0: I think I think that's it's interesting. I think that there's a lot. So when you're talking about like online business. You know, you have to understand that even though online business is huge right now, and it's gotten even bigger over the past 15 months because of COVID, uh, and a lot of people working from home and trying to find other ways to make money online and do things like that, uh, there's still a great, a, a very large portion of the population who thinks that this online business stuff is just kind of, you know, what, what do you do? Like, like I go home and talk to my family and they're like, wait, you've got a YouTube channel and that makes money. How, how does that work? Um, (laughs) like they don't get it and that's fine that they don't get it, but there's a lot of people, uh, in this country who that's, that's the mindset. It's a Um, hobby type of deal. Yeah. It's a, it's a hobby. They don't really understand, or they figure you're trying to scam somebody or, or who knows what they're thinking. Um, but that being said, there's also a lot of people in state legislatures who, if you think about it, and a lot of the state legislatures we're talking about, you know, maybe an older demographic, um, you know, and who just people that didn't grow up with the internet, who are elected to office, um, who don't necessarily understand the thing. So, so yeah, if you would say that the, the if you want to call it the government or um, the legal system is behind, yeah, they probably are to some extent. Because um, you know, you just have a, the people that are making the laws are not really familiar with how it works so much, and you know the the other thing I'll say about that, you know, where where I live here in North Carolina, I mean, the court system itself is behind the times. I mean, there's there's other places where you know you've got online filings and you've got you you know you can do a lot of stuff online. Uh, the court system here is not set up for that, and it's just. Um, it's too bad because you could really save a lot of people and taxpayers and the public in general, a lot of money. If you modernize things, there would be a little bit of a hit initially, but it definitely it it would be helpful to, to the general public, I would say. Um, and it'd make access to legal so much easier, but it it's, it's not there yet. And so, yeah, I would say, and then the other thing I, I talk about, you know, doing all this research to figure out how these States are doing the LLCs. I mean some of these websites, um, to set up LLCs, they look like they were built, you know, in the (laughs) nineties and haven't been updated in 25 (laughs) years. I my God, it's ridiculous. And so, so yeah, I think that there, there, there are a lot of ways where, you know, the legal system is somewhat behind, um, and that they don't really understand this. The, uh, the other area where I see it a lot is, you know, like with sales tax, um, which you know isn't necessarily a bad thing that's behind because you know um, it, 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 because it's it's I mean collecting sales taxes as an online entrepreneur is is a difficult thing. Fortunately, there's there's programs out there that you can use now that make it easier to do that. But still, at, at the heart of it, you're collecting revenue for the government, which is a pain, and nobody wants to do that. Um, but it's also something we have to live with, and at some point. You know, everyone's going to have to deal with that. So there, there's a lot of ways that the the legal system could improve. Um, is it behind? I think it's always going to be behind because the technology is always going to advance faster than the people that are legislating the laws to to try and figure out how to deal with it.
1: True. Um, what is if you can think of an incident or a um, something that happened? What is kind of one of the more memorable things that you have seen, or maybe you actually dealt with, um, you personally, that, um, was just such a eye opener for you and people getting into legal trouble that they didn't have something set up properly, or maybe they were just being lazy or something like that, or, or somebody got into serious trouble, um, that you felt was, was pretty, um, preventable.
0: I, I think, um, I mean, I, I, I kind of, well, I one thing that I think I, I I have seen is I've seen a lot of people mess up their S corporation tax election. I've seen people who were in partnership with people that lived overseas who were not U.S. citizens form S corporations. Well, an S corporation, you know, has to be owned by a U.S. Um, citizen or resident. And so, if 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 somebody tries to form it with an Somebody who lives overseas who's not a citizen, that's going to be problematic and cost you know potentially you know penalties and, and interest and 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 the IRS disallowing that election because it's going to happen at some point. They're going to figure out that that person doesn't have a tax ID number. So how can they own the 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 S corp? Um, so there's 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 issues like that that I've seen um, that. Can be problematic, and there's I've seen people who have had issues with their brands because they haven't um, they haven't registered their trademarks, or they uh, they've they've started using a name that they think is okay, and then we do a trademark search for them and realize that it's not okay. Um, so th- I mean, there's so many different ways that people can get in in trouble. People that set up an LLC and put the paperwork in a drawer and. Yep. You know, wipe their hands and say, "Okay, I set up my LLC. Now I'm good." And then I they got customers to wait on about. <laughs> yeah, they don't change anything else about their business, and so I see all sorts of things. Um, but uh, yeah, that there, there, there's there's a lot going on where people can make mistakes. Yeah. I wouldn't say and there's then, anything really eye opening. Well, uh, I'm not those, really surprised by anything now. I'm sorry. Those just
1: that. seem, those just seem incredibly preventable. You know, like you're saying with the escort that takes five seconds of homework or having some a legal, <laughs> you know, person to, to tell you that, Hey, you can't do this. <laughs> this guy doesn't live in the United States or whatever. Those are very preventable, easily preventable things. Um, What is something that you believe as a lawyer or maybe you changed your mind on, um, halfway through or, or whatever it might be that almost no one agrees with you about or other lawyers don't agree with you about
0: other lawyers. Don't agree with me about, um, that, uh, people are not able to do this stuff on their own. I think the legal industry as a whole wants to believe that you have to have a lawyer to do these things. I don't think that's the case anymore. Um, now again, going back to what I said before, there are people that can do it, and there are people that can't. Um, and then there's also people that think they can, <laughs> who who really <laughs> shouldn't. Um, so you you have to know um, you have what to know what your of. limitations are and what you're capable of. But I think I think that there's probably a lot of lawyer. I, but I I also talk to a lot of progressive lawyers who look at what I'm doing and are like, that's that's amazing. This is a this is great. Like you know. I wish I could do that, but I'm still stuck in this law firm and you know. So it's um it's interesting. But uh but but yeah, I I think people need to understand they can do a lot on their own, but sometimes they need some good help and guidance along the way too. And I've tried to bridge that gap with my membership community where I kind of teach people like kind of how to do the things that they need to do. But um again, it's enough just to make, you know, to give people the information and ultimately at the end of the day. I'm not their lawyer, I'm just somebody who is teaching them about the system and, and how it works and and what the rules are and and they need to figure out whether or not they need to help they need to hire their own help for their situation
1: and on your YouTube channel, did you I mean you know obviously I'm sure it's a little bit of both, but do you use it you know strictly as a lead generator for more business for yourself, or do you have like this, you know, attitude of, I want to help people that want to do it themselves
0: for good to put some good out in the world? Um, well lead generator, that's kind of a loaded term. I would say when I first started, (laughs) I had no aspirations for the channel. Like I, I literally, I started it because, you know, honestly, I started it back in 2015, I think, end of 2015, beginning of 2016. And around that time, my mother um, had terminal cancer and she ended up passing away in 2016. I went through a funk just personally for probably about a year after that, where um, I I honestly was putting videos out because I didn't know what else to do. I just was so I was like, well, this is something I can do. It it gives me some some space. It's fun. You know, I can talk about things I like talking about and maybe somebody will watch them. And it, it's some, and then I stopped doing them and I didn't even pay attention to the channel for like two, two and a half years. And I came back and I had like 10,000 subscribers and I was like, huh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's something to this Get YouTube out thing. of here! I saw yeah. some,
1: I saw several videos from like five years ago. Um, how many videos do you think you put up and then kind of left it alone? I mean, was it like 10 or well, how many I,
0: I did? Um, I did this, uh, so Amy Amy um, used to be Amy Schmittauer, uh, Amy Landino now, I think, because she got married. Um, she used to have a YouTube channel. She still has it. Now it's Amy TV, but it used to be Savvy, Sexy, Social. And she did this thing where um, she was teaching people about YouTube. And so she did um, a thing called SSS Veda, which was video every day in April, video every day in August. Huh. And... Um, And so I did that. I did it in April of 2016 and I got through like 20, 25 days. I didn't do the whole month, but each day she gives you a prompt. And the whole idea was to get you in the habit of doing videos. And that's what I did. I did every day, every morning I got up, I looked at what her prompt was. I shot a two or three minute video. I went on, I edited it really quick and I uploaded it. It took me like an hour or two. And so uh, a lot of those videos are delisted on my channel yet. If you're going to now, if you're going to look for them, <laughs> um, cause they're horrible. Uh, but anyway, I got like my first 30 subscribers from that. I remember that. And, um, and then, you know, I started doing more videos of what I like to do and, and talking about LLCs and things. I did some at, at, for a while I had for like 15 years, I had a family law practice. And so I did some videos about that. Um. <laughs> But, you know, I would say, you know, going back to your original question, you lead generation versus something else, I, I would say it's really kind of both. I mean, YouTube sure. is an incredibly powerful platform. Um, I, I probably would still post videos, even if it wasn't generating leads from my business, but it does generate leads from my business. And so I'm happy about that. It also pays me with affiliate revenue and AdSense revenue and different things like that. And I'm happy about that too. So I, I think it's a, you know, I get to give people information for free um, and some of those people will come back to me and, and um, you know, get on my email list and maybe buy one of my um, join my membership or hire my, my law firm or, or something like that. And that, you know, that's great. That's the way the whole system is supposed to work. And, Um, and so I'm, I'm happy about that. So I, is there, you know, what's my goal right now? YouTube is definitely, um, uh, a major factor in the success of my business. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I don't take it for granted, but I'm hopeful that I can still provide useful, valuable information to people that are watching the channel. And I try not to sell too much on the channel at all. Um, when I do that, so got one final question
1: for you. And and typically I frame up this question that, um, it's a business owner that has become, you know, plateaued in their business or kind of burned out in their business. Um, but might not necessarily apply to this. Um, but the other side of the coin is if you had to give one piece of advice to a new business venture, and I feel like this is really your specialty, um, And so the question is, if you had to give one piece of advice, boil all of, you know, either this podcast or what you know in your head to somebody that's starting a new business venture, what piece of advice would that be?
0: So, um, so I would give a a business advice and legal advice. And, and so let's start with the business advice. My business advice is, um, if you don't have anyone paying you money, you don't have a business. So you really (laughs) need to get. People paying you as quickly, yeah. You, you laugh. A for-profit business. I see this all <laughs> the time. Yeah, assuming you're a for-profit business, but even if you're a nonprofit, you need donors. You need That's you need true. cash, right? Um, so I see this all the time with people that book strategy calls, with people in my membership, and it's like, I I ask them, I'm like, okay, how much money are you generating right now? I don't have any clients. Well. Okay, you need clients, you need customers, you need people buying your stuff, or you don't have a business. So nothing that we talk about from a legal standpoint matters if you don't have any, anyone paying you money. So that, that, that is core premise. You need that. Um, from a legal standpoint, my advice is always, do you have an LLC? If you don't have an LLC, you need to start one as soon as possible. And the reason I say that, now I used to tell people to hold off until they're generating money. I've changed that advice somewhat in the past year or so. And the reason why I've changed that advice is because I think that when you set up that LLC, it triggers a mindset shift in somebody. Oh, okay, now I've got a legitimate business. That takes what you're doing from merely just something that's a hobby that you're doing for fun, that it doesn't matter if you make money or not, to something that's a legitimate business. And now you've invested some money into it, even if it's so a couple hundred bucks. Do you think it's almost like a mental... Deal is why I, you recommend I, that? I, I think it's a mental deal, but more than that, you know, what happens? So let's say if your business goes nowhere, it doesn't matter. But let's say six months from now, you're generating $5,000 a month, $10,000 a month in your online business. But now you've got to set up the LLC. Well, well, Now you've got to switch everything over. Now you're busy running the business that's generating cash flow and you don't have your LLC set up. And so now you've got to worry about dealing with all those issues and that you could have just dealt with from the beginning and made it a lot easier on yourself. So that's why I tell people that that's the second reason why I think people need to set up their LLC from the start, because even if they're not successful, or even if they're not successful, it doesn't matter. They're out a couple hundred bucks. If they are successful, then they've got that foundation in place and they don't have to worry about it later.
1: Huh. That's really interesting. Well, man, I, I can't thank you enough for being on, I, you give unlimited amounts of, uh, free content on YouTube and I wish you all the best in your, your podcasts. I want to, um, thank you for showing so much creativity. I find it, uh, you know, kind of inspiring all the creativity you have in the, a somewhat staunchy (laughs) business or or, a slow to change business. It seems like Um, all the creativity you have in your um, YouTube videos and things like that. I, I sure do uh,
0: thank you for all that. It's, it's inspiring. Well, thank you very much. And uh, I certainly appreciate you having me on. I would say if, if anyone's looking to, to try and reach me or find me um, obviously go to the YouTube channel, it's Hawthorne law is the name of the, the business. Um, and it's pretty easy to find. If you look up how to form an LLC, you're going to find me. Um, and then don't forget, I'm going to be launching a podcast here, depending on when you're listening to this later. Hopefully October it'll be launched by the gym. time.
1: Hopefully this will be launched by the time or, or your podcast will be launched by the time we get this published and I can put the link in the the bio of the,
0: the podcast. Yeah, I'll be sure to share that to, with you. That's awesome.
1: Well, man, uh, I know you got to run, but uh, like I said, I, I do want to thank you again for, for being on. Um, I did notice, I was going to ask you, uh, just kind of after the fact, uh, so do you have two, (laughs) when you search Jim Hart, it's amazing how many lawyers have the name, the same name Mm -hmm. as you. So, uh, but anyways, but so it could have been somebody else's, but do you have two, almost like two different deals? Like one's like almost like an e-commerce platform where you can like buy, you know, it's like setting up an LLC or something like that. Or was that somebody
0: else's site? completely different so i mean um yeah i I have uh so no i have i have an an online template store we didn't talk about that that's what it is yeah that's what i had seen it's called one stop legal um, yeah and that's my online template store we didn't really we we didn't mention that but so yeah i i kind of have It's almost like a totally
1: separate business almost, you know, as what I was kind of like seeing, I was like, Oh, I bet this was, I didn't know if that was almost kind of where you point your YouTube traffic or, but then you had mentioned it's Hawthorne law and all that. So I was like, well, maybe, you know, I didn't know if maybe that was a different person or something. I forgot to ask you before.
0: No. Yeah. So I've got, I've got my membership community, which is OB foundations sure for online business foundations. I've got Hawthorne law, which is kind of, um, the, my, my do it yourself. We help people with trademarks, LLCs, things of that sort. And then I have a, a template store called one stop legal. Um, gotcha. That is all linked to through all that as well. So that but, is yours. Yeah. yeah
1: that's awesome. Yeah. Can I find all your, uh, links to all of your, you know, obviously I know where to find the YouTube, but, uh, um, can I find the links to, I'm assuming you have Facebook, Instagram, something like that, or what do you want me to tag, um, in, in these videos?
0: Um, I mean, yeah. The, the the podcast will be. I'll make sure to get you a link to the podcast as soon as it um, gets going. Yeah, as soon as it gets going. I, I mean, I'm kind of active on Instagram. I do a little bit there. I've got a TikTok channel, um, uh, but uh, is it know, all under Jim is Hart
1: doing, or Is it Hawthorne Law?
0: No, and I just I, I hired an, an OBM recently to help me with everything, and she's oh, gonna cool. help me get organized. But awesome. um, it's it's most of it is it's either Hawthorne Law, which is Instagram. Okay. Uh, and Facebook is Hawthorne law. Uh, tick is the legal gym. Oh, that's awesome. And so, uh, but I just got started with TikTok. tock. Um, you bet. it's, it's, Same it's still here. growing. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: hopefully that'll be your next, maybe you can uh, take what you learned from YouTube and make it even bigger on TikTok.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I don't know if I can really get into the dancing, but I bet if I did, it would go viral. I'm pretty hey, confident. It would. Now that they have the uh, three <laughs> minute videos, way.
1: maybe you can actually get some legal advice in a three minute, the 62nd. video. I can't give tough, any huh?
0: legal advice on those videos. I can give legal information.
1: Information. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Well,
0: Jim, thank you so much, man. It was nice getting to know you. Hey, nice to know you too, Steve. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Better Business Podcast with me, your host, Steve Cook. You know, starting or growing a business is hard work, so I hope that today's advice made it just a little bit easier for you. We'll be sharing more about this exact topic all this week on my social platforms. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, or if you would like to get a a personalized blog post from me on this topic, you can join my email list and I will send you an email once a week. You can check the show notes to subscribe to that or find me on my website, whatever's easier for you. Now get out there and go grow a better business with this advice from today's Real Pros. Thank you for listening.